Empire's modern era commenced with the running of the 1970 Daytona 500. We'll have a 40 car field this year instead of the normal 50. That's to make the race safer, make for less traffic and less possibility of accidents on the track. Wing aerodynamic cars built specifically for high-speed super speedway racing, such as the Plymouth Superbird and the Ford Torino Talladega made their debut. One of the things we want to watch all day today is what effect on drafting the wing, the fixed wing, is going to have on some of the Chrysler Corporation products, the Dodges and the Plymouths. Some of the fellows say it disturbs the air behind them. Others say you just need a little different angle. The 19750 would last 200 minutes with an audience of 103,000 people watching. It was anticipated the crowd would go over 100,000 for this event under perfect weather conditions, and it looks like that's exactly what we're going to have. A grand total of 24 lead changes were made with an average green flag run of 22 laps. The order, Gail Yarborough, number 21 leads, followed by Bobby Isaac, Buddy Baker, and Leroy Yarborough. Cecil Gordon, Richard Petty, Cale Yarborough, and A.J. Foyt all blew their engines. Here we've got a problem. That's Richard Petty in the blue Superbird. Richard Petty apparently is going out of the race. A big puff of smoke. If he takes it behind the wall, that'll confirm our suspicion that he has cooked an engine. And David Pearson tried to slingshot leader Pete Hamilton on the last turn, but got very loose and finished second. I think every man, woman, and child is on their feet as Pete Hamilton goes into the lead. Pete Hamilton, hired by Petty Enterprises shortly before the season, cruised to victory lane in the number 40 Plymouth Superbird, just three car lengths ahead of David Pearson. The first win for the Plymouth Superbird. Pete Hamilton has won his first major NASCAR victory, the Daytona 500. Pete Hamilton inside victory lane, winner of the 1970 Daytona 500. Thank <laughs> you.